Hi guys, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV. Today's guest is Darren Washcheck. He's been on before, I think it was episode 147, so check it out because tons of good information on there. I needed to have him back. He's helping me learn how to build better homes. And I want you guys to learn how to build better homes too. So check out the show, see what you think. Let me know, I'd love to have your feedback. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns here with Grateful Heart TV. And in studio, we have Darren Washcheck, who's been with us before. That's right. Not that long ago either. Welcome back, Darren. Thank you for joining me again today. Glad to be here. Thanks for the uh, invitation. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And I have on the screen, for those of you guys who um, didn't catch the last show, I want to make sure you guys catch episode 147, Taking the Lead in Energy Efficiency, Darren Washcheck's Mission with Learning Edge LLC. So I felt like on that episode, there was so much we could talk about that we had to have you back, Darren. Only because I'm a total nerd. As you guys know who have been watching the show, I'm super into energy efficiency. I'm trying to learn everything I can from you and Learning Edge LLC because there's a lot to learn when it comes to building your home mm -hmm. as energy efficient as possible. And there's a lot of whys. And we talked about a lot of the whys. So I want to just direct people's attention because we don't have to revisit anything we talked about last time. We talk about your classes and actually, okay, quick shout out on the classes. You just mentioned coming up this week, you're going to have your energy efficiency, sort of master certification, all that start all over again. That's right. Rebecca missed a couple classes last session, so I know I need to make some up with you. That's right. And that starts on the 24th? 23rd. 23rd of January. That's right. So that's like legit tomorrow. So if you guys have been watching, thinking about, and haven't actually taken the plunge to click the button, click the button. It's worth it. I learned so much already about how I can get money back from the government on my taxes, all kinds of great stuff. It's not just about the materials that you're putting into your homes. Right, right. There's so many more benefits. That's right. So I want to revisit that, but I am starting today's show with a different topic. After our last episode, Darren shared with me that he was thinking about building a house. That's right. <laughs> and Darren owns some a house now. You, are you actually tearing it down and rebuilding the entire thing? Yes, it's going to go down to the dirt. Down to the So you're not even keeping the slab. Nope. So Darren lives in Arizona. He lives in a nice part of Arizona, which pretty much all of Arizona is nice, let's be real. Mm -hmm. And he's tearing down a home that was built when? 1962, I believe. And so tell me about the 1962 house. Was it block? Was it wood? What was it? So my original house built in 1962 is an old block house and has mm. zero insulation in the walls. Okay. So they, and that's the way they were building back at that time. Uh -huh. And they would build the block walls and they would fur them out, but there would be no insulation in the walls. So when you say fur them out, I think I understand what you're talking about. But for those that may not understand construction, are you talking about just putting out the drywall attached onto the block and there's nothing in between? Yeah. Well, they would do a little bit of framing on the inside of the block, uh -huh. just enough to be able to hang, hang the, the drywall. drywall. 
wall. That's right? correct. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that was it. Literally, there was no insulation. But in Arizona, block walls were kind of the way that they did things for many, many years. Absolutely. Back at that in that time, that is exactly the way they did most of the homes. And most people don't realize that pretty much the only homes you could buy back in the through the early 1970s were block. Uh, because that's just the way we build homes. Here in Arizona. In Arizona. Uh-huh. And the reason is, uh, part of the reason they did that is because the block does uh, have some efficiency qualities to it. Uh, not insulating qualities, mm-hmm. but what it'll do is it will keep the inside a little bit cooler, mm-hmm. longer, because of a concept called thermal mass, which we do talk about in the classes. Uh, the idea that they can absorb a lot of heat before they re-radiate it to the inside. Uh, the problem is, is that, uh, and I found this in my house when I was doing some research oh, really? on it. Oh, yeah. Because I actually measured the temperatures mm-hmm. uh, when the sun was striking the outside wall and how much that heat was then radiating into the house. Happened to be in my uh, daughter's nursery, so I would be right up against that wall. It would be 9 o'clock at night, and all the heat that it absorbed during the day on the west wall uh-huh. then started radiating into the house. Oh, so her room got her really room hot. Her room got really hot. And that yeah. that was, so there were benefits and and uh, to using block, but it was in the 1970s that they started framing houses because they could put insulation in the walls. That's why they started framing houses. And the uh, Masons were unionized in Arizona. And because they were unionized, all of a sudden their cost was more. And so there was this... uh, Need for affordable housing, probably. There was a kind of a confluence of events. Some things never change. No, right? not at all. So, because I always wondered, like, like you just totally, light bulb just went off. I always wondered why in Arizona we stopped building with block because my dad's first, my dad's house where I first lived in Arizona was Dobson Ranch. It was also block. Yep. And I think his was built in 83, if I remember correctly. Yes, I'm a Dobson Dobson high girl. And... um, my hair was this big because he had a swamp cooler on the roof yep. with yep. the block walls. That's right. And the doors swelled. Yep. Every time I tried to sneak out, it made so much noise. It was yep. terrible. Yep. Um, so I just went out the windows. But anyways, I'm just kidding. Not really kidding. I'm just, it was a single level and I was 16. Dobson Ranch days. It's all good. Anyways, oh, yeah. so block walls, swamp coolers, and then we switch over to frame. That's right. And insulation, right? Because the union, like I, Arizona's a right to work state. We don't hear much about the union. No, and really, the Masons again, they were the ones that were doing all the houses. But again, in the 1970s, That's there was so also we needed to start adding insulation into the walls because the oil spikes that drove up the cost of energy in the 1970s. Uh-huh. What that did is that all of a sudden made uh, insulation much more important because where fuel was cheap Uh and electricity was cheap, hey, let's just run our air conditioner a lot. And it was not a big deal. Uh, And it's just like our cars today, right? Right. Having a gas guzzler today makes no sense because the cost of fuel is so high. Right. This basically already played out in the energy sector back in the 1970s. So you had, uh, again, a confluence of events. You had Mm -hmm. this need to move to framing uh, because you could put more insulation in the walls, the need for insulation in the walls, and the builders were able to sell their homes as, hey, we insulate our walls. If you were doing frame, frame uh, block, you would mm-hmm. have block, and then you'd have to add additional framing inside. So get rid of the block and just yeah. do the framing. Right. So that's the evolution. So that's to stucco. the evolution. Wow. I okay. This was just worth having you come in today to teach <laughs> me that. That's crazy. Okay. So evolution. You're in this house that you bought 
and it was built in the 60s, and now you're right. going to not even use the slab foundation. No. You're going, now is that because of the old plumbing and you just want to start from scratch? Yeah, so a lot of the, first of all, it's not a architecturally significant house, right? If it was that, yeah. I'd do the remodeling. It's just a standard ranch block house, gotcha. one level. And it's got cracks in the slab. It's got under. It's got. Um, and back in the day, in the '60s, this was a good house. I mean, it was oh, like. I'm sure it was. I mean, it was a architect Solid. that did it. I mean, mm -hmm. it was considered to be a really nice house back in the day. Um, but they had underground uh, duct returns, mm -hmm. so it's all concrete running under the under the. Uh, wow, um, slab. you don't see that today either. Well, you do do in custom houses, but it's it's usually ducted, it's piped. This was that's actually true. in the concrete floors, so this house is non-salvageable. The only thing that's worth salvaging is the fireplace, which I know a lot of people will tear it down and keep the fireplace because you can't do new fireplaces very readily anymore because of the pollution that mm -hmm. comes from that. In any event... So you're keeping the fireplace? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> the whole thing's going. Everything's going to get scraped down. And I also live in an area where uh, my house is going to be... Uh, a new house is going to be heavier. So there's soil issues. There's a lot you of things. You compact the soil. Yeah, have to over-excavate, repack. So there's a lot that's going into it. But I have designed the house, and I've been designing it for the last 15 years. Oh, shoot. So, 15 years of yeah. design, Darren? Yeah, so, well, that's just me messing around now, with uh, you're, you know you're going to have to share your floor plans with me because I want to see what 15 years of design work yeah, added I, up to. Yeah, yeah. That is fascinating. So... I asked Darren to educate us all on SIPS panels, why SIPS panels, OSB in particular, because you shared with me that this is the way you're going. That's right. And I want to know why. That's right. Um, well, first of all, when I'm teaching my building science class, which of course you took, one of the first things that I talk about is building a really good shell, okay? Mm -hmm. You can either do that with materials, mm -hmm. you can do it with standard framing, which we talk about. How do you build a stick-built frame correctly? But my analogy, as you might recall, Rebecca, is that we're trying to build thermos bottles. We're trying to build mm -hmm. ice chests. Yeah. And Igloo coolers. That's right. Structur structural insulated panels are effectively as close to building a igloo or mm -hmm. a, or a, not an igloo, but a, an igloo cooler. Cooler, yeah, <laughs> right? with foam. A cooler or a, or a thermos bottle. And so, again, it's just foam. And SIPs also have a significant reduction of, of conduction through the walls. Because mm -hmm. it's really, when you're building with SIPs, the effort is to try and get as much of that solid foam as possible. So do me a favor, Darren. Yes. I know what SIPs are. Yeah. But I bet most of the people listening probably don't. Gotcha. So let's explain what SIPs are. And mm -hmm. then SIPs, uh, at SIPA.gov is right. the organization out of Florida. Yes. And I have yes. researched them. In fact, I have up on the screen today for anybody actually watching yes. um, their most recent newsletter because I subscribed to their newsletter just so I could learn about them. Mm -hmm. And you know what caught my attention and why I put this up here is the caption of the newsletter talked about affordable houses. Right. And so why is it that SIPs can be more affordable? Uh, and that's a really good question. The And I, I'm not going to give you the, the nuts and bolts of no, pricing. No, I'm not asking you to. Um, but what I will tell you is that... In concept. Yeah, in concept. The idea that you can, first of all, build your walls faster. When you hang up, put a panel up, it's done. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, you still have to do a finish on the inside and the outside, but you have to do that with stick frame. The idea that you can manufacture everything off-site mm -hmm. and bring it on-site and assemble it is where we're going. It I mean, th it's, it's a matter of time. We've been... Uh, showing up with a, a truck full of sticks, laying mm -hmm. them on the ground and assembling them one by one. Like Lincoln Logs. Yes, we've been doing that for uh, a millennium, okay? Easily a millennium. In fact, I read an article, and tell me if you think this is right, 
um, that after World War II, that's when the frame really took off because they needed cheap affordable housing yeah and but all the baby boomers you know all the houses like they like history repeats itself does it not like yes, we yes, have a yes, shortage yes. of houses today and we need affordable solutions just like we did right after world war ii you're right um and the reason why after world war ii there was a huge demand right all mm-hmm. the soldiers came back and they were looking for housing because they families. yes they were moving out of apartments in the city mm-hmm. and they were moving out to the suburbs and they mm-hmm. wanted single family houses yeah and the federal government was promoting single family houses we want everybody to have one and that's probably when the department of hud was started if, if i'm remembering my real estate classes correctly that, yep, and fha and all of that so that people could come in with three percent down instead of 20 percent down absolutely again affordability mm-hmm. How can we get people into houses? And and one thing we have to also keep in mind, and I'm a huge history person, so oh, good. So I will tell you that uh, one of the things that also happened after World War II was, of course, the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. So we had this huge growth in workforce. Well, assembling a bunch of houses with sticks when you've got a lot of labor is pretty straightforward. No problem. We are now in what's called a demographic drought, <sighs> where we have fewer and fewer people available to do the beginning work, of the end. But then we also have a lot of people that are not win- wanting to go into the construction industry. They want to go into other industries. And mm-hmm. so now when you have a labor shortage, all of a sudden doing that manufacturing, whatever it is, whether it's SIPs or any other panelization, mm-hmm. doing that out in a factory and then assembling it uh, on site quickly and with fewer people is economical. In concept, should be cheaper. Should be cheaper. Um, and again, w- when you talk to the guys that are doing SIPs, mm-hmm. they will give the, the comparisons of labor and time. Mm-hmm. Because to a home builder who you worked with, mm-hmm. you know that time is is going money. to be something that adds up to a cost, money. right? Time money. is money. And so for them, doing uh, quicker turns makes a lot of sense. So, you know, I got to share a quick little story. When mm-hmm. I got out to Arkansas a few months ago to start the affordable housing initiative that I'm working on, mm-hmm. um, my contractor quit on me. And he said he was on board with learning how to do SIPs, but he's like one foot into retirement, yes. had some health issues, yeah. and he just refused to learn That's right. the new weight. In fact, what he told me, he wanted me to get the foam, get the panels, and just deliver it all to the job site so he could assemble it all together. And I'm like, well, that defeats the whole purpose of mm-hmm. making it affordable because the panels can save you time on the job site. Right. And then after that, I think we argued about the roof pitches out in Arkansas and it was all over. But <laughs> um, that's another story. So I want to take a quick commercial break. I want to come right back and talk to Darren a little bit more because there's options out there today. And I want to talk to him about the options and why he chose the one that he did. We'll be right back. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. 
Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. Okay. Back from commercial break. Hope you enjoyed it. Love my lenders. Love my title company. Um, Here we are again with Darren. And I'm talking to Darren because he's educated me on so many things. Like just even learning just what I just did just now from you was really cool about the mace. I had no idea that there was even a union of masonries in Arizona because I've wondered where the unions were and why Mm -hmm. we didn't have them here in Arizona. So let's go back. Darren in concept, we just talked about how SIPs panels are supposed to be easier. And let me explain to the customer or the person listening, if you can't see the screen, the thing about these wall panels is if you prepare your job site before you arrive and you pour your foundation, you'll have tracks. And that's where the panels literally go onto these tracks where they claim you can build a home in just a couple of days instead mm-hmm. of a few weeks mm-hmm. and get your whole wall system in and then as you mentioned, you still have to finish out your wall system. Right. So I want to talk to Darren not just about why he chose the OSB SIPS panels and let him finish that discussion, but what other components are you finding or do you feel are imperative right. for your home? Right. Because I know you're going to build your home the most energy efficient way possible. Mm-hmm. And I want to learn from you because I want to incorporate as much of that as I can afford to in the homes I'm building. Right. Uh, so we talked about the walls. Um, it's very, very important, of course, to have your windows done correctly. Uh-huh. Windows are your weakest link in the in the building envelope or your shell. And so uh, you need to do something with those. <clears throat> now, why are they the weakest link? Because your walls are opaque and they're built with a big Got chunk it. of foam, uh-huh. if you will. Yeah. Or in your case, uh, or the case that you and I are talking yeah. about, SIPs, uh, or insulation. But windows is basically, there's glass. no insulation there, yeah. right? It's glass. Uh, a lot of people in the warm climates like Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, they will uh, sometimes purchase triple pane windows. Uh, they'll do uh, triple, pane. triple pane windows with argon gas. And what they're really tra- aiming for is mm-hmm. as much insulation, quote unquote, as possible. 
Um, the truth is, is that we don't need tons of insulating value in our windows in Phoenix. What we do need mm -hmm. is we need to have low emissivity coatings. Okay, now I really throw it out okay. there. Most people right, know it as low, low emissivity, which is low E. Low Most people e. know it as low E. Yeah. And what those coatings do is they will absorb and reflect the heat from coming in in the summertime. So are you going to use vinyl or wood windows? Great uh, suggestion, or great question, rather. Um, I'm going to be using wood, uh, and that's because my house is going to be custom. Right. But the builders, the, the the production builders, all the builders basically in Phoenix anyway and other places in the country, using they're using vinyl. vinyl. Mm -hmm. And that's because vinyl is a very cost-effective, uh, low-conductivity, low-conduction mm. material. The last thing you want to do is metal frames because that is, as we know, mm -hmm. like picking up a pot off a, a all metal pot off of the stove. That handle gets hot. So and okay. that's conduction. Now, if that's the last thing you want to do, why do you see it in custom homes? Because uh, I'll see the metal frames in custom homes all day long. Okay, so keep in mind that uh, metal frames are often used because of the aesthetic. So that if you want a dark colored window, yeah. then doing a dark colored vinyl, for example, mm -hmm. uh, can be expensive. Now, windows are very complex. And so just because it's metal doesn't mean that it's a bad window because you can do window frames that are called thermally broken. And so what it is, is it's a piece of metal and a piece of metal with a piece of rubber in between the outside and, and the inside. And then it doesn't conduct. Exactly. Got it. So it's a break. You need to take his class to see to understand what I just talked about. Like I actually got the answer right. I'm pretty proud of myself. Good okay. Job. So windows are important. The panels, the the the, sis, walls. the walls are important. Yes. What else is super important? So and again, depending on where you live, uh, if you're going to be in a cold part of the country, and I know your audience has, you have some of the people mm -hmm. in your audience are part of cold part of the country. You're going to want to make sure that your your slab, your uh, concrete slab, has insulated on the outside or the inside, but it has to be insulated. Now, now that's cool that you bring that up because. Yes. We are doing insulated slabs out in Arkansas, and I don't see them out here in Arizona. Okay. Do, do you know what climate zone you're in by I chance? Should. I ask you a tough question. <laughs> I think it's six. Okay. So, depending on what climate zone you're in, and uh -huh. climate zones define how cold or hot it is, mm -hmm. right? So, in certain climate zones, you have to do slab edge insulation. Code requires it, okay? Um, but what that does is that, uh, and let me just give an example. Even if you live in Phoenix, like you and mm -hmm. I do, Right now, we had freezing last oh, night. Oh, yeah. People are recovering their plants That's last right. night. That's mm right. -hmm. So a uh, perfect example. Go to your tile part of your house, the front door, or any place mm -hmm. that is tile it's right next cold. to the exterior wall it's with your bare cold. feet. It's stand super cold. On it. Yes. That's because your, your slab is yeah. giving heat off to the outside. You are warming the outside through the slab that you stand on. So That is so weird. That's and, and, and it's, When you, you think about it, because you're... Yeah, I mean, just weird. You think that, that it's that bad, uh, it, and really, it's only bad um, uh, very few nights, mm -hmm. nights only in Arizona, in, in get Phoenix. That cold. But take that up to, say, Flagstaff or Minnesota, mm -hmm. where it's always going to be cold. Right. Now you've got heat that you're losing a lot. And I know I'm getting technical there. No, it's important, but, but that's why you want to insulate slab your edge slabs. insulation. If you're in cold climates. Now, when you're in hot climates, there's no need? Um, there is no need. Code doesn't require it. I absolutely will be doing it on my house. Okay, so why? Because as we get more and more efficient in our houses, then hurt. every little bit starts to matter. And so if you're doing a SIP house and you have a slab that is giving off heat, 
then all of a sudden you don't have as much of it. Yeah, well, it doesn't defeat the purpose. It's just not as energy efficient as it could be. So walls, windows, edge of slab, especially cold uh, part of the country. But could be anywhere because you're doing it here yes. anyways. I'm going to do it because I'm a geek about it, right? Well, <laughs> no, and I am too. So we, I learned something about diminishing value when we were talking about insulation. Before. See, I was paying attention. Yeah, you were. Um, about when, so at some point you may over-insulate. That's correct. So that might, the foundation having insulation here in Phoenix might be considered a little bit of overdoing it exactly okay. it, it's, but it's, it's not bad it's unnecessary um but it won't hurt but it does not hurt uh and eventually i believe as we keep making houses by code more mm -hmm. and more efficient i believe that we're going to get to a point where people will say hey code will say let's do some slab edge insulation Next, though, I want to continue down your list and your question, and that is the next on the list would be your air conditioning and heating system. That has got to be efficient. Okay, uh, so time out. Yep. Phoenix. Yes. Your air conditioner runs 90% of the time. Yes. I know there's something having to do with, I don't know, Freon or something like that, that everything's changing. Yes. Talk to me about those changes. <laughs> so the refrigerants have changed over time mm -hmm. so that they are um, greenhouse gas emitting. They reduce the amount of greenhouse gas mm -hmm. emi uh, emissions. So uh, we now have uh, um, the... Uh, the refrigerants that are much better for the environment and also they add to the efficiency of the systems and okay. how efficiently they run. So uh, those are things that, believe me, are behind the scenes. They're going to happen anyway. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't, as a as a buyer or homeowner, I wouldn't worry about that piece of it. What about updating your current unit if you have an old one? We're, we're, Not even worry about it? Don't. Okay. When it changes out, it will automatically go to the newest standards. So are you going to go with mini splits or regular AC? Uh, I'm going to elaborate on that question because that's a really good one. Thank you. In Phoenix, mini splits or what we call variable capacity heat pumps, sorry mm -hmm. for the long name there. No, it's okay. Uh, uh, when we go to a mini split or a variable, variable capacity heat pump, uh, those are really good uh, when you have to deal with heating in the wintertime. And so uh, regular heat pumps, they only do good heating in the wintertime down to about freezing. Mm -hmm. And we have a couple of nights of year that are freezing but, in Phoenix. Yeah. So we can use standard heat pumps to have good heat. Mm -hmm in Phoenix mm -hmm. with a heat pump, standard heat pump. You move to Flagstaff or back to Minnesota, if you're going to get heat in the winter, the or if you, you need heat if in you the winter. If you need in the need heat in the winter, it used to be that you needed a furnace. But because of variable capacity heat pumps and the the push to do those, those can create heat all the way down to sub zero. Ooh. So they will work. In fact, uh, many splits are better than where it's cold. Th where they're cold, they're electric mm -hmm. and the all electric. If if we're if you're interested oh. in all electric, now okay, now we're going on a whole yeah, nother tangent. Whole nother tangent. So if you're going all electric, which we basically are headed towards, mm -hmm. that is, I mean, the horse has left the barn on that one. So, okay, and time out, side note, I saw a squirrel. We got to talk about it. Uh, California is mandating only electric vehicles and no gas cooking. Like, how is that grid going to be able to support that? Yeah. Um, so uh, actually, one of the towns that, one of the municipalities in California uh -huh. Uh, that put that in place as a rule just had a court overturn it. Just, Did they know, really? Like, I, I, that's amazing news. I saw that yesterday. Oh, so that's super current news. Very current yeah, yesterday. Because it made no sense. Yeah. Like, why would we put all that on the grid and force everybody to have electric vehicles and only cook with, or not be able to cook with gas? Now, 
lot of chefs are going to be pretty upset about that. They probably right. wouldn't even live in California if that meant they couldn't cook with gas. Right, right, right. So why? Explain to the to those that don't understand why that push and why did it get it, overturned? It's about decarbonization. And I don't know the legalese of why it got overturned. Okay. So that part I'm going to leave to the, the attorneys okay, in the courts. Fine. However, the real push for the municipalities to do that is that they want decarbonization. They It's about reducing pollution. Mm-hmm. And it's dealing with... Um, whether you believe it or not, right. climate change, right? Mm-hmm. So it, everything, again, it's another horses left the barn situation. We mm-hmm. are pushing towards decarbonization. So the work that I do and the efforts that you're putting forward, Rebecca, mm-hmm. with the houses you're building, they're all a positive additive towards sure. reducing the, the the amount of demand we have on power plants, right. uh, creating our own on-site power. You're going to do solar? I'm doing solar on every one of my houses. I became a solar dealer just so go. I could get it more affordable for Absolutely. my customers and I hope you're putting solar on your house. Oh, absolutely. That's a given. I figured it would be a given with (laughs) you. That's a given. So out of curiosity, um, with the solar, I know Tesla came out with a whole roof system. That's correct. That's right. And then they went away with their whole roof system. Mm Mm-hmm. I've learned a little bit about solar, but I'm curious, what are your thoughts about like how many panels, what's the benefit, like what kind of solar panel system are you gonna put on your home? And do you drive an electric vehicle? Do you Are you gonna do a charger? Yeah, um, I do drive an electric vehicle and I do have a charger uh, on site, I love it. Um, I do not have solar on my house, uh, current Just, house, yeah. because I wanna design it for the new house. Mm-hmm. So believe me, I would love to have solar panels now Um, but I need to design it to fit the house. Let me say about solar that it's really important that you build as or make your house as efficient as possible uh, so that then you add less solar. So you're either going to spend money on efficiency, you're going to spend it on production. So it makes a whole lot more sense and it's a lot more cost effective to build a house more efficiently. Then you add the solar onto it, which is what you're doing. And just the minimum amount that you absolutely need because the way the grids work, they don't pay you what you pay to produce that energy. Correct. So and then that's you're in the whole, negative. Well, that's a whole other discussion too yes, about that is. how that how that works. Um, however, I will say that sizing the system uh, for me, batteries are what are really really important to go along okay. with your solar. And batteries used to be that you know stupid price. Now yeah, it's come down a lot. Absolutely. And there's a, there's a big big push of getting to that batteries <clears> piece. <throat> mm-hmm. So now if you do build a system that is uh, large you're going to take advantage of that instead of going out to the grid at nighttime yeah. you've got your own power so that's really batteries cool. are a very good add-on because yes like you said is the prices come down to what we call reasonable right right so i think they were 15 grand and i think they're now coming down below 10 grand yeah. and we can probably yeah. get them even cheaper as time goes on absolutely now i did a show a couple weeks ago with um capital uh Capital Energy, that's who we're dealer under. And he educated me a ton on all things. And Mm -hmm. literally, I walked out of there going, I am stupid. I need solar now. Like, why do I not have it yet? Mm -hmm. And I will on the house that I'm in now. We're going to be adding it because I live in SRPville. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of reasons. So I'm just putting the other plug to you guys watching Ariel, put a link on for everybody. We need to vote. It has to do with the fact that SRP is private and APS is public. And if you drive out to the west side of town, you're going to see panels all over the place. Mm-hmm. But you don't see near as many of them in SRPville. That could change. Apparently, the board's coming up for re-election, and there's a big push to vote for the people who will maybe go more in the way that APS does when it comes to 
giving people money back for supporting the grid and producing energy for the grid. Um, so all of that said, Rebecca's going to stop being stupid. I'm adding solar to my house. All right, let's get back. So we have foundation, we have windows, we have walls, we have solar. Yes. Is there any other like absolute must do that you're going to do on your next house? Yes. That, oh, let's hear it. Well, uh, let me go back if we could to air HVAC. conditioning. Yeah, um, to the HVAC. So um, heat pumps, exceptional uh, way to go. Uh, don't worry about the heating side of that. When okay. it comes to Phoenix, you can do regular heat pumps. I'm doing mini splits. The, the reason I'm doing the variable capacity heat pumps, I want to be clear on my technology, mini splits is a negative te- is a negative term. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be because mini. when you think of mini splits, you think of hotels, you think of a cartridge on the sure. wall, when in reality, um, uh, variable capacity heat pumps will look exactly like your standard air conditioning system now. They've, they can They've put, made them a lot smaller. Yes, they can go with ducts. They can, you can do better zoning with them. Mm-hmm. They are higher efficiency. Um, if you happen to be in Phoenix, you're going to never have issues with the heating side if you no. happen to do it. So there's many, many benefits of that. Um, in fact, I have a product showcase class that I did on, on various products. On my website, uh, you can go and you can get information on individual Perfect products. Perfect timing to bring that up. So I promised Darren, we are, because I need to take those classes that I missed. Yep. He's getting ready. I think it'll be tomorrow when you guys are watching this or hearing this to start the whole other master class program. Live session. Live and that, session. And that's live session. That's correct. And how many, was it 12 classes total? So it's, it's six classes. Um, it's six classes. I teach one every week. A couple times mm-hmm. I'll teach two a week. And uh, like your situation, which is perfect, uh, Rebecca, not everybody can make, make it to every all the live one. class. Right. So as you know, yes. um, once you've purchased the bundle of classes, Da-da-da-da. you can then, thank you. You're welcome. Once you've purchased the bundle, you can then uh, take any missed classes in future sessions at no additional cost. And so for anybody not watching us, I have up on the screen right now, Darren has got his classes on demand. Right. You can do it on demand. Which is amazing. I'm like seeing it as I say it because... Yes. I've been so busy lately that I'm trying to juggle everything. And these classes are really important to me. And I really think, you know, it's not just somebody in real estate mm-hmm. that should know this stuff. It's anybody who wants to own a home or who does own a home. Yep. This is seriously as, let me say this, I'm 50 years old. In the last 50 years, the world has tripled in population. Yeah. We are gobbling up all of our resources at an uncontrollable rate, and that kills me. Like, I can't even fathom what it's going to look like for my grandkids in this world if we don't do something different. Mm -hmm. So I do hope that everybody, if you're not going to take the classes, at least check out the on-demand. There might be a couple on there that you might be interested in. Absolutely. Before you buy your next home, build your next home, or even like a lot of people go into homes, and before we end the show, Mm -hmm. they buy a house through me that's maybe built in the 60s or 70s. Right. And there's a few things that you can do to really amp up the energy efficiency. And let me see if Darren agrees with me, because I'm like student of his class. The number one thing I think you can do on your home is add insulation to your attic here in Arizona. Is that would you agree with that? Or is there something else you should be thinking about doing to make your home more energy efficient? That's a good ad. It's an easy one to do. Mm-hmm. It's not very expensive to do that. So totally agree. I think you're on you're on a good spot. Well, I just find in a lot of home inspections that a lot of times insulation is lacking. Mm-hmm. And over 20, 30 years, it just kind of settles and it just isn't doing its job anymore. Is there anything else that you would recommend for somebody buying a home? An existing home. Yeah, yeah. that's 20, 30 years old. So uh, there is the... Um, 
opportunity through uh, Home Performance with Energy Star. Uh, that is a group of contractors that can uh -huh. go in and tell you all the things that you need to do oh, that's cool. to make your houses better. So you can look up Home Performance with Energy Star. You can find a contractor. So is it that. just like if you just Google Home Performance with Energy Star, yes, then yes. the contractors here in your area, you well, can have them come out? For your Arizona audience, it's AZ Home Performance. Okay. AZHomePerformance.com. Okay. Uh, because that's the Arizona group. Version. Okay, yes. got it. And they'll come out and they'll give you recommendations on your attic insulation, mm -hmm. on maybe doing something to your windows, tightening your ducts. Mm -hmm. So the if you've got an existing house... Um, before you add insulation to your attic, make sure that you do some air sealing up there because there's a, in older houses, there are a lot of holes between your attic and your house down below. So before you add brand new insulation or add to it, That's great advice. go in and seal everything up, then add insulation. So is that where you come in, or not you in particular, but where you have in the past come on with your camera and that's where you see the white gaps and the darkness and that's where you, you can see where all the holes you can, are? Yes, yeah, you can see that. That's really cool, you guys. I learned about that in one of his classes I, i'm sure you know which one it is that you talk the most about in, in that and that was really eye-opening for me because yeah. we have not been doing a good job building homes and there's opportunities to really fix the existing stuff mm -hmm. the reason i'm spending a lot of time trying to make new homes like the ones you're building uh rebecca better is because it's a whole lot easier and cost effective to do it on the front end right it's absolutely so i've spent the last 20 years trying to make sure <clears throat> that all the new homes coming out of the ground are good from the beginning yeah and then that's not to say anything about all the existing stuff out there mm -hmm. but i want i can't can't not say this the federal government now has uh, $1,500 hmm. per year for the individual tax return for homeowners what? for updating and improving the energy efficiency of your house. So $1,500 so a year. So is it dollar for dollar if you no, spend or how does it work? No, 30%. So okay. you'd have to spend, oh, uh, what, $3,500. Yeah. So it's the same thing, I think, that... <clears throat> Solar falls under, right? Like if you buy it's, solar? No, solar's uh, uh, in the same legislation, Genre? but okay. it's different. This is the 20, 25C tax credit, 25C tax okay. credit. The CPAs can look it up. Okay. Your accountants 25C. can look it up. Okay. But it's Remember right in that. there. 25C. Uh, it's right in there. It's the information so that you have. Even if you bought, I don't know, new windows last year, that would probably help you get, yep. if, you, if you spent 4500 you might be able to get the 1500 That's correct. And those That's are opportunities. Cool, you guys. And that lasts for 10 years. Uh-huh. Uh, that lasts for 10 years and uh, go and look at they've got insulation windows heat pumps heat pumps uh, actually if you do a heat pump water heater uh -huh. or a heat pump uh, air conditioner heater like we talked about the uh -huh. variable capacity heat pumps uh, they increase it to $2,000, so it's up to $6,000 expense. They'll give you two. That's so cool. there's a push to do more and more with heat hey, pumps. Hey, I'll take any of the money I can off my yep. taxes. So yep. if nothing else, learn about this stuff so you can save money on your income taxes too. I appreciate you, Darren, for coming down and spending time with me again. I love educating our listeners on all things energy efficiency, and I can't wait to have you back. I look forward to coming back. Thank you. All right, guys, let me know your thoughts. Darren just took off, and hopefully you found some value with learning how to save money on your income taxes, maybe how to save money monthly on utilities, just by adding a few things to your current home or building your next home a certain way. If you want to learn more, I'd be happy to get you in touch with him, but the best way is just to hop on his website at learningedge.com. His on-demand classes are awesome, and I need to make up a couple classes myself, so maybe I'll see you in class.
What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day because I love my occupation. Hey, 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 I'm on vacation every single day, every, every single day.